Hello and thank you for listening to the second season of the iStart PIA Relay podcast series brought to you by Dementia Researcher. iStart is a professional society and part of the Alzheimer's Association, representing scientists, physicians and other dementia professionals active in researching and understanding the causes and treatments of Alzheimer's disease and other dementias. In this five-part series, we have once again asked members of the iStart professional interest areas to take turns at interviewing their colleagues and being interviewed themselves, with the interviewee going on to be the next episode's interviewer. We'll be releasing one of these podcasts each day in the build-up to the Alzheimer's Association's International Virtual Conference to showcase the work of iStart PIAs. Thank you for listening. and thanks for joining us. I'm Betty Times and I'm an associate professor at the Alzheimer's Center in Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and I chair the Neuroimaging PIA. And today it's my pleasure to uh, be talking with Claudio Babiloni uh, about the electrophysiology PIA. So Claudio, can I start by asking you to introduce yourself and maybe tell us a bit about the PI you're involved in? Uh, yes, thanks. Uh, uh, I'm uh, a professor of physiology at the Department of Physiology and Pharmacology in Sapienza University of Rome. And uh, I chair the ISTART Electrophysiology Professional Interest Area. And um, I am at the end of my um, uh, role. And um, so in uh, September, the elected chair, uh, Professor Mihaili Hylos, um, will uh, take the role of chair. Our um, PIA promotes electrophysiological research in Alzheimer's disease and related dementias. Okay, thank you. And uh, so maybe uh, before we get into the PS a bit more, uh, maybe you can start with telling us a bit about um, why you got involved in Alzheimer's research and maybe also why electrophysiology. Uh, yes, okay. And um, I'm a psychology as a, a basic formation and um, also have a, a PhD in biomedical science. So I try to unit my interest in uh, psychology and uh, neurobiology. And uh, the focus of my research is human mind and consciousness. Um, I use uh, electroencephalographic techniques to study the brain and investigate how the oscillations of brain activity can regulate the flow of vigilance and consciousness in humans. And uh, these oscillations, these brain rhythms, are the basis of also attention, memory, and reasoning. Of course, in the course of the years, I uh, was aware that uh, there are then more than 40 million of people with Alzheimer's disease and uh, related dementias and uh, most of them have uh, disturbances of vigilance and consciousness. 
And uh, uh, these disturbances have uh, a very dramatic impact on their life. Um, uh, and uh, today we don't have uh, drugs to stop these diseases, but maybe we can improve our treatment to regulate the vigilance and improve the quality of life. Uh, recently, my mother suffered from Alzheimer's disease and died. Uh, and uh, nowadays, uh, even my father suffers from Alzheimer's disease, dementia. Mm -hmm. So uh, now it's not uh, only a scientific interest, but is also a personal battle. Yeah, it's coming now very close to you. Um, but I can also see why it's logical for you to have moved into the dementia field. Uh, with uh, your prime interest in the, in the vigilance and, uh, um, and, and consciousness and awareness for electrophysiology. So what do you think are then the, the hot topics at the moment in your field? Yes, and uh, um, electrophysiology, PIA, is formed by researchers and uh, uh, people from industries and uh, companies. Uh, which want to exploit the, the study of uh, um, brain electrical activity uh, to understand the, the model of Alzheimer's disease and the related dementias, and also uh, the, the, the way to regulate and normalize the brain electrical activity in patients with uh, Alzheimer's disease uh, uh, from early stages to dementia. So um, uh, the, the hot topics are uh, in, uh, uh, in the field of uh, human clinical trials, uh, testing uh, the effect of uh, symptomatic and disease-modifying drugs on uh, brain activity of patients from uh, early stages of the disease when there are no cognitive uh, uh, impairments or behavioral deficits uh, to uh, the um, uh, stages of my cognitive impairment and dementia. And the idea is to um, use uh, electrophysiological measures um, obtained by uh, EEG recordings in the resting state, quiet wakefulness, or during cognitive tasks um, as endpoints to test the effect of the intervention. In, on huh? the other hand, there was also the, the um, uh, hot topic of the um, investigation of electrophysiology and brain electrical activity in animal models of Alzheimer's disease. For yeah, example, so then you can really probe uh, what's going on. So I always wonder how there's this thick skull, right? That's kind of interfering with your uh, electrodes and the, the brain activity. So how how does how does I can imagine that that's a very uh, hot topic to look into animals so that you can go through the skull and, and understand better what's happening. Yes, 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 exactly. The, the, the idea is that uh, uh, you can test a panel of candidate drugs for the patients, um, and uh, you can test this panel in, uh, uh, for example, mice with some mutations producing the 
accumulation of a beta amyloid in the brain or tauopathy in the brain. And you, you can uh, have a competition between uh, different candidate drugs uh, to select the best one in the normalization of uh, uh, brain activity in uh, these mouse models, for example, to move on the, the best drugs to human clinical trials. Uh, and you know, they are really expensive. Yeah. And uh, I think it's also striking that you say that one of the hot topics is that uh, people are moving uh, to focus on earlier stages of the disease, like preclinical uh, AD. Um, what do you think about uh, that in terms of electrophysiology? I can imagine that if you don't have um, complaint or you know impairments in cognition yet, that um, uh, maybe that's because your your brain succeeds in having these uh, normal brain activation patterns in spite of the amyloid. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are you are, you are right that this is an topic also. Um, in relation to the idea that you may, of course, uh, treat the brain to remove amyloid deposition or autopathy, or you can slow down the accumulation, but you can also prevent the, the accumulation of a beta amyloid. So the interest of uh, many researchers is on the preclinical stages of the disease when you have uh, a relatively good uh, cognitive uh, uh, performance, uh, even if you are positive to biomarkers, diagnostic biomarkers of Alzheimer's disease uh, in, uh, in terms of uh, a beta accumulation in the brain or, or uh, a slight, a slight uh, uh, neurodegenerative uh, process. And um, uh, in this sense, electrophysiology can be used uh, to uh, put in evidence uh, some abnormalities uh, in the brain oscillations uh, in the resting state uh, uh, condition, for example, an increase of uh, slow waves uh, in the EG activity, or other alterations uh, in the shape of uh, EG traces. And uh, for example, your institution in Amsterdam gave uh, really great contributions in this field, um, also showing the abnormalities in the functional brain connectivity uh, derived from EG activity. And uh, for example, there is an important uh, um, project called Insight in Paris. They uh, recorded EG and also neuroimaging data from uh, uh, hundreds of uh, uh, people without uh, cognitive deficits. Some of them were positive to accumulation of amyloid in the brain and uh, um, different groups could demonstrate abnormalities in the EG activity in these patients. Ah, so yeah, it's not because you maintain normal uh, brain activity that you that that's the reason that you have normal cognition. It's already altering. Yeah, uh, it's fascinating. And so, um, what would be your favorite research topic to focus on if you could be free for the next month and only dedicate your time on research? What would you do? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I uh, really think that there is a, a, a bias in the research, the, the, the focus of Alzheimer's disease research in patients is on measurement of uh, uh, amyloid accumulation in the brain or uh, taupati in the brain and um, uh, the effect of neurodegeneration in terms of uh, atrophy in the cerebral cortex of a uh, uh, hippocampus in relation to memory. And uh, this is really important, of course, in, to understand the disease and also to understand the effect of the, the disease-modifying drugs. But uh, um, a lot of uh, Alzheimer's disease patients suffer from the incapacity to maintain the vigilance uh, during daylight. So they cannot um, uh, have a good conversation with other people. They cannot follow TV programs uh, because they fall asleep. And um, so I think that uh, this is a part of uh, um, the research that should be developed on the brain correlates of vigilance and sleep-wake cycle in patients with Alzheimer's disease in order to understand why they fall asleep very quickly or they cannot have a steady vigilance. And uh, try to use uh, uh, the drugs we have in the pharmacy to improve vigilance uh, in these patients in order to add on these drugs uh, um, together with other symptomatic and uh, recently also uh, disease-modifying drugs uh, for Alzheimer's disease. Yeah, wow. I, I can see that you would want to do that. I, and probably it will take more than a month. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. That will be a good start. Yeah. Uh, and um, so uh, what I was wondering, uh, in, in a way, this is kind of a, a nasty question. In a way, electrophysiology is also neuroimaging. So why are you a separate PI? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this is a, um, uh, a very interesting question, but I, I can say immediately that uh, um, in eStart, there are several PLs, a lot of PLs now, but uh, there is a strong interaction between PLs in the sense, for example, that we recently um, uh, develop a common, a joint symposium with uh, um, um, subcortical neuromodulatory system PIA, uh, which is interested in, uh, in the uh, Alzheimer's disease neuropathology in the brainstem and uh, uh, basophobe brain uh, in relation to sleep and vigilance. So we uh, put together our interest uh, in a joint uh, symposium um, and uh, also we uh, have developed um, proposals for the International Conference of Alzheimer's Disease with uh, sleep and circadian rhythms PIA. And uh, in order to, to put together the results of our members and the members of sleep PIA, to better understand the neurophysiological correlates of Alzheimer's disease, um, in terms of regulation of vigilance and sleep-wake cycle. And uh, um, moreover, we organize 
a, com a joint symposium with uh, um, uh, cognitive, perioperative, and delirium PIA, which is interested in the cognitive deficits appearing immediately after neurosurgery and um, showing some neurodegenerative diseases latent before the, the, the neurosurgery. And we um, uh, discuss together and uh, plan uh, lectures on the use of EEG during a neuro uh, neurosurgery or in a resting state condition to have an early biomarkers of Alzheimer's disease. So it, it, uh, electrophysiology PIA is a separate PIA uh, because the focus is on brain electrical activity in Alzheimer's disease and related dementias. But uh, um, START allows a very strong and continuous interaction with other PIAs. Yeah, and <clears throat> I have to admit that all the different imaging techniques in neuroimaging, they all require their own expertise as well. So <clears throat> it makes sense to have a dedicated subgroup. Um, you know, PET is not the same as MRI and, and so on. Um, okay. So um, that's a lot of interesting uh, collaborations and really fits also with your, with your own personal focus of what you find important in research. And uh, so do you have other activities also with your PIA that you support your own fields? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I, I um, is thanks to electrophysiology PIA and my role that I could be in touch with uh, uh, leaders uh, in the field of Alzheimer's disease uh, clinical trials, uh, people uh, originally not part of the community of a clinical neurophysiologist and experts of uh, uh, electrophysiology, but uh, uh, thanks to uh, start uh, PIA events, uh, uh, I could be in touch and start some discussion, for example, uh, the, uh, it was very important for uh, my research and uh, also the activities of electrophysiology PIA, the cooperation with uh, Levy Body Dementia PIA, because you, you know that uh, um, also your center in Amsterdam uh, gave import, important uh, uh, evidence that uh, there are abnormalities in the EEG oscillations in patients with Levy body dementia. And um, for example, the EEG biomarkers are supportive uh, uh, biomarkers in the diagnosis of patients with Levy body dementia. So it was very uh, um, uh, useful to discuss with uh, um, members of uh, Levy body dementia PIA in order to um, um, discuss how to bring EEG biomarkers in the, in the guidelines for the assessment of some disease patients and how to move the EEG biomarkers from um, supportive to indicative biomarkers of the body dementia. So indicative means that uh, you can, uh, um, if you see some abnormalities in the EEG in, in those patients, you can, uh, um, uh, you can have uh, an evidence of, of the disease. Yeah, so to support the, the Lewy body uh, diagnosis. Yeah, exactly. 
that's interesting. Is that are those abnormalities really different between the neurodegenerative disorders? Do you see very specific um, uh, alterations or abnormalities? Yeah, yeah. In the, in the sense that uh, in um, the research of my group, but also other uh, independent teams, um, we see that uh, that uh, there are some differences in the uh, in the frequency of oscillations of EG activity, uh, different uh, abnormalities in different frequencies of the oscillations in um, the patients with Alzheimer's disease. Parkinson disease with uh, dementia and the Levy body uh, dementia. And um, so uh, there is uh, uh, an, imp an interesting discussion about uh, um, the extent to which these different frequencies are related to dopaminergic systems or cholinergic systems, which are differently impaired in Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson disease and Levy body dementia. And um, it's something to, to be uh, developed further. And uh, there is a discussion in place with the Levy body dementia PIA. Yeah, this sounds like a very exciting uh, part. So with all the other, with, in the collaboration with other PIAs as well. About your PIA, if there are any early career researchers listening, how could they become involved in the activities? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is uh, one of the goal of our electrophysiology PIA to um, attract new scientists, new researchers, early stage researchers to electrophysiology PIA. And, um, uh, we uh, have used in the, uh, in the past uh, the webinars uh, with uh, experts of electrophysiology PIA in uh, uh, investigations in animal models of Alzheimer's disease, and, but also in clinical trials in patients. And uh, we, the, we have uh, planned some discussions about uh, how this field uh, um, uh, can... Uh, uh, have a lot of opportunities for, for uh, early stage researchers. In our PIA, we have uh, two uh, young members, uh, Francesca Farina from um, Ireland and uh, Susanna Lopez uh, from Italy, uh, which are uh, uh, members of the steering committee. And uh, they are about uh, uh, 30 years old. So they are really young. They're, they're real. They, and yeah, 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 but early career. <laughs> yeah, but 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 yeah, yeah, but uh, they are uh, uh, excellent scientists with a lot of publications in the field, and uh, they are able to communicate to uh, other early stage researchers. So you have two young steering committee members, so that's nice. And uh, and how can you tell a bit more about uh, uh, how the rest of the committee is uh, organized? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, have the uh, had the new election uh, of the members of the steering committee in May this year, and um, the old steering committee will uh, uh, remain in place uh, um, until September. In September this year, we will have the uh, electrophysiology 
PIA day in which uh, we will have uh, a scientific session. Um, and uh, this year we will uh, uh, deal with uh, the use of uh, um, uh, brain stimulation to modulate the brain oscillations and uh, uh, cognitive functions in patients. And, um, but we will have also a business meeting and I invite all uh, uh, people interested in uh, electrophysiology PIA to register uh, in eStart to click on electrophysiology PIA uh, domain and participate to the business meeting. We will discuss the goals for, for the future, but also uh, what we did uh, in the past year. And uh, um, uh, there will be the change of the steering committee. Um, the elected chair is Mihail Hylos, as I said uh, before, uh, who is uh, uh, a very smart scientist in the field of preclinical electrophysiology in Alzheimer's disease. And, um, and there will be also a new uh, the, the position of a new members um, and uh, uh, they cover uh, USA and Turkey and uh, um, uh, uh, three continent continents and uh, for example uh, we will have uh, um, Goshev Yanner uh, who is a professor of a neurology uh, in Izmir Turkey. Um, Baha Gutkin, uh, who is another uh, professor of uh, uh, the University of Istanbul in Turkey, and they were uh, uh, expert of uh, EG activity during cognition in patients with Alzheimer's disease. And uh, uh, we will have uh, also Professor Yang Jian, uh, based uh, in USA and expert of neuroimaging and uh, electrophysiology in Alzheimer's disease. Uh, the um, uh, early stage researchers uh, are uh, Francesca Farina from uh, Dublin Trinity College and uh, Susanna Lopez uh, from uh, University of Rome uh, Sapienza. And uh, we will have a really, really uh, uh, great time in the coming months. Yeah, it sounds like a nice, uh, diverse group. Um, so one last question, because we're nearing the end already of uh, this interview, is what kind of advice would you give uh, a new researcher who wants to move into the dementia field? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, uh, my my um, suggestion is to to focus on biomarkers of Alzheimer's disease, because uh, um, we really need to view uh, dementia as a symptom. And we really need to distinguish between the uh, neurobiological causes of uh, different kinds of dementias. Uh, dementia is uh, a term similar to fever, or uh, schizophrenia, but we really need to go over the, the, the concept of the symptom and the move to the, the, 
uh, neurophysiological and the neurobiological model of the disease at the basis of cognition, of the behavior, on the uh, affectivity, and so on. We, we really need to understand this uh, uh, model with biomarkers related to, to um, biochemistry and molecular interactions, but also neurophysiological uh, electrical activity of the neurons, of the neural populations, and then the connectivity between different uh, populations and uh, the measures of uh, um, neural death with the neuroimaging or accumulation of a beta amyloid or, or tau by, by um, uh, neuroimaging and so on. So this is my suggestion for them. Yeah, and then find new biomarkers or work on those that are already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that uh, I see that uh, uh, there is space for blood biomarkers of uh, um, a beta amyloid, tau, and also some proteins related to to neural uh, synaptic transmission. So, uh, of course, also for example, um, uh, new ways to to understand the connectivity in the brain from a structural point of view or functional point of view. So there is really a big space to, to uh, complete the puzzle of the neurobiological and neurophysiological and neuroanatomical model of the disease. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a combination of both, right? So try to work with what we know and try to integrate it a bit more as well while trying to find new things to better understand how cognition declines and how patients differ. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, it was a nice conversation. Uh, maybe, and, uh, yeah, I think this is uh, the end of the interview. Thank you to you for, for your kind, kind um handling of this interview. Thank you for listening. You can find profiles on today's panelists and information on how to become involved in iStart on our website at dementiaresearcher.nihr.ac.uk and also at als.org forward slash iStart. We'll be back tomorrow with the next recording in our iStart PIA Relay podcast series. Finally, please remember to like, subscribe and leave a review of our podcast. You can do this on our website and in your podcast app. Thank you. Brought to you by DementiaResearcher.nihr.ac.uk in association with Alzheimer's Research UK and Alzheimer's Society, supporting early career dementia researchers across the world. <laughs>